AirTags, Airplane Mode, and Whether It Matters. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the internet with a special deal at nordvpn.com slash macvoices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Rocket Money. Take full control of your subscriptions with Rocket Money at rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. This is part two in a three-part Mac Voices Live conversation. This time, the panel continues their discussion of the AirTags, baggage tracking issues with the airlines, and then that morphs into a conversation about airplane mode for the iPhone and whether it matters. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. When we've yeah. talked about this before, with with one of the big advantages of the AirTag is that um, you know the the proliferation of iPhones and iPads and you know Apple devices that help increase that network or that net of being of, of coverage so that you can find the devices and not taking nothing away from Tile. Tile does a great product. It's just that they never seem to be able to you know duplicate that. They couldn't achieve it initially, and I think they tried, as I recall, uh, by by engaging some of the Amazon devices, and you still didn't have that amazing network that we have with with uh, air tags There's so that many amazon devices can i ask, can I ask well, something real fast yeah more why wouldn't these airlines like uh want to actually implement their own sort of air tag system to to not lose a lot wouldn't the solution Funny be you should ask that one <laughs> i can actually tell you you know so why hasn't this happened like we we you know we put you know, name tags on it. When it's we go expensive. Like well, okay. So, more this actually has it happened. Be to have to, to have like a little, probably five dollar tracker device that you put on there, and it it's known. Go ahead. You know the yeah, answer. Yeah, tell us. Okay. You. So, uh, and I'm sorry, I cannot remember the name of uh, the airline that uh, that there was this partnership with. There's a specific luggage maker, and they partnered with an airline, and um, and they built a tracker into the suitcases. And it was basically like a tile or an air tag. And it's just built into the suitcase. And then the idea was you would buy this tracker. And then when you're flying or buy the suitcase, when you're flying on the airline that that's supported by, then they have a subscription service where you are paying for the real-time uh, tracking of your suitcase. And uh, and the suitcases were uh, th- that product line was dropped after like a year and a half because turns out no one wanted to buy a suitcase for one specific airline and then have to pay a subscription service yep. on top of that to be able right. to track their suitcase. Right. And if then, I was Amer- right, but if I was United Airlines or American Airlines and said, you know, we have a system now where we could, you know, when we checking your luggage or you checking your luggage, you could put this little you know like a bracelet like you put around your thing like a luggage tag now they give it to you put it on it has a tiny tracker and you know you have a closed system you have airports now right so the the bag could go the bag's only going to go to an airport at some point you know which airport you got to figure it out so um you know basically all the airports have this system these beacons and you know it should be this should have been like this you know 10 years ago and i'm you know we're still using 
nothing really. And and well, that was it, actually done as well. Although the uh, the difference from what you described is that it was a single airline, right. and they would sell you the yeah. tracker, and you right. could put it on any suitcase. And as long as you're flying on that airline, and it might have been out of Australia, I can't remember, um, then it would yeah, do that, exactly that what you limit, said. That doesn't limit accessibility at all. No, right. I'm saying it would be, you know, like so like really a, a, Apple's Apple should go to the FAA and say, listen, maybe we should figure out something where we could put these air tags like as a corporate device for the airlines. And they can use I think it would be easier just to go to the airlines and say, let's uh let's strike a deal. Everyone's going to oh, use yeah. air tags anyhow. Why don't we just have a uh, a new thing like air kit? Right. Where, somewhere we know where your luggage is at all times and we'll find and it. And then you can just build it into your apps and we've and, already made the APIs for you. All you have to do is hook into it. And there's and, costs, and you could but if you increase your prices and say, listen. People, we have a system now where we're not going to lose your luggage. People will say that's worth it. You, you wouldn't even it wouldn't even really have to cost that much money. You could do it with passive devices as long yeah. as you have the receivers. That's what I'm saying. Because the they're, airports, they're going I mean, exactly because they're just going if to you're an airport. On a plane, if you're on a plane, do I mean? Does it really matter if you know you're able to look at your watch or your phone ten times during that flight and go, okay, my my luggage is on this plane. No, no, it could be if like you a proprietary get the, beacon. Hold on, let me finish. If you're on the yeah. plane and you've looked at your phone and your phone tells you while you're still at that, whatever airport you're leaving from, that your luggage is now on the plane. Once it's away from the detection area, then it doesn't really matter because the your luggage is on the plane. And when you get to the next airport, it'll be passively scanned uh, as it's coming off that plane into the next uh, the next area. No, I agree. You could, the question, you could do that for probably pennies per tack. Well, the guy, the I guess the only question I would have there is, uh, how are you going to passive? You your passive scan would have to happen as it was being loaded into the plane. Sure, because just you know through check in. Well, mm -hmm. you know my my bag could be on the way to Bermuda, for all well, I know. It, and well, no, like the it is, but if it's spending, an air tag type device and you have. Something in their reading in the area, then when it comes off the plane and somebody's has yeah, that yeah, but guys talking guys talking about a passive device, not not yes. an active device like the air the air tag one. So, so it's the difference between spending ten to fifteen dollars for each one of those devices and then having a, an entire network of everyone's iOS or Android devices tracking it, or just having the 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 receivers built in at the airport with uh, a paper tag with a, with a passive device in it that costs the uh, the the airlines uh, ten fifteen cents. Especially my only that, point. Seriously, my only point when I brought this up though is the air for an airline to actively come out and say we we're preventing the ability to do what we really want to do. Is, is silly to me that we actually have, we now have the technology at this point of time to actively track a, a device. And, and, you know, something like a luggage is something we all want to track, but so do the airlines too. And the fact is they're using a bad, I think they're using a barcode system still, right? They, they yeah. Barcode, yeah. 
Yeah. They, they slap a barcode on your, your thing and then they have to scan it coming out. So it is passive, but we could do the active tracking where, you know, now we could see without, you know, if it went to Dallas and then if your suitcase went to Dallas, it will check in there and with the uh, air tags when it hits an iPhone. And then if it went to wherever, uh, you know, Saskatchewan, uh, same thing. The, bar so, the barcode seems to work for FedEx and UPS. I, I think one thing that we don't sometimes. know here is what why why are airlines losing luggage anyway yeah um no i mean i mean seriously not morally like what's the technical thing happening yeah. um for one thing you're 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 talking about here everything you're talking about is we're going to attach something to your luggage and well they already do that they attach a barcode and they should be able to to track that and you know most likely what's happening in most cases where it's lost is that's getting separated and that could uh -huh. happen to a device that's attached to. Um, and in some cases, maybe it's not accidental. Um, so attaching, you know, whether you attach a barcode or some kind of a device, well, somebody that wants to be malicious, they can remove that from your luggage and then your, you know, whatever your system isn't going to work. So, well, you know. Hold on. If they remove it and it's active tracking, then it's following the, the person who took it. No, once no, you know, the, they once just throw it away from the luggage, the trash. Just toss it in the trash. Yeah, but if it's a, I mean, the problem with with barcodes is that it still requires a person on both ends to hold the tag up to something that's going to scan it. I'm talking about something that would automatically, as it passes through a portal, is scanned because each one of the devices would have a, a, a unique and and separate ID. Which are you 100% sure that somebody has to hold the barcode up to? I'm not sure that that's true in 2022. They, you know, there's not all kinds a of laser airport. things. Yeah, yeah, I think they could they okay. could have a device that could be six feet away and it's just whoop, and okay. this. Um, How is it going to read it if 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 it's it, under it the It scans in 360 it... degrees. Right. Okay. So it doesn't matter where the tag is. Webb, you said not at well, all. Obviously, it's not working very well if they're still losing a lot it's of like, luggage. It's like the self-cashier lanes uh, takes me like 20 minutes to try to scan something. Webb, you said not uh, at a modern airport. Well, just uh, the baggage system. We're building a new terminal here in Kansas City, and uh, um, I had the opportunity once at O'Hare to go behind the scenes on their luggage system, which is just a massive array of conveyor belts and uh, how they get anything right is amazes me, but they do. Um, uh, it's just uh, the, the the scanning thing, and they use the barcodes because it is cheaper. They can't put a hardware device on every piece of luggage. Um, but uh, this, and uh, at least my experience, when they put the barcodes on, they usually put them in two, if not three locations on the bag, uh, usually on the handle, on the side, and then on the... Uh, um, or on the front and then on the side. So so they, they try to get in, as Jeff said, it does um, uh, kind of a 3D thing. I do recall when the new Denver airport opened, though, yeah. <laughs> they had a tremendous problem just because it was, it was state-of-the-art at the time. And I think those systems have really settled down. The other thing is, is that I don't think, and I don't know this as an expert, uh, that each individual airline owns the... Uh, the luggage, the luggage conveyor. I think that's a, a joint uh, usage for different airlines because they have to do the inner inner airline transfers. Um, so uh, I, I think 
the issue we, we we like to blame the airline but it could very well be that how the baggage handling is being done uh at the airport level not a, at the individual airline so a lot of blame to go around yeah well, but it's and, always who had it last and as far yeah. as the passenger is concerned that was the airline and, the, and guess, these, these conveyor systems too are, are very good is that if they don't know what it is they'll kick it out you know and then then it requires human intervention that's a good way for it to get lost or significantly delayed because you got to get the human intervention in there i rest my case well first of all I, I thank you for sort of reminding me because it's something we we all overlook every time i fly you know i've got little stickers at multiple places on my bag and you know they're just like that by that but they have the, a barcode on it and I, I assume that that barcode matches the barcode that's coming out of you know the the main tag on my luggage maybe not maybe it's a secondary code but you know, I, so the 360 thing makes perfect sense. Well, the the thing that I, I I would love to have somebody that knows something, and maybe somebody here does, or maybe somebody in the chat room does. But the the um, the transportation industry, cargo transportation, I mean, they have NFC tags all over the place, so so they can tell where things go. And I'm a little surprised that maybe we haven't seen something like that. Now, I'm. The first one to tell you, I don't know what the cost of that would be when you think of the number of bags that show up on the average airline with a full flight. That that may become cost prohibitive very quickly. But I guess the thing that still bothers me about this whole deal is that anybody is suggesting that you know using air tags is a bad thing. That if if I decide it, my luggage is worth it, I why would you prevent me from you know tracking it? I I think that there's just somebody that had access to the LaFamza Twitter account and they made a, their own decision that yep. wasn't consulted on by people that really had power at, at LaFamza and this is an own goal. Somebody may be getting fired or demoted or, you know, something. I, I, I don't, you know, corporations have, have, you know, thousands of employees and they can make goofs i think there was somebody that was like ah we're we're sick yeah. of this air tag stuff and and then now it's gotten all this you know you talk about bad publicity from losing luggage well this has just been a terrible publicity and mm -hmm. i i would guess that there's going to be people for the next you know five years that are going to be like i'm going to anytime i can avoid left bounza i will no matter what the outcome of this is so this is, so this is I, I think the mistake was the wording that they used because Lufthansa, they're not denying that they're not allowing air tags in checked luggage. They're denying that they banned them. They're saying that the regulations that they have to comply with through IATA are forcing them to do this, that this this is this is a guideline that they that they have to follow. And, and so it's not in their hands. You know, sorry, people, we just can't do it. That's what the rules are. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Rocket Money. Cancel unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money at rocketmoney.com. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month in subscriptions, while the actual total is closer to $200. That's right. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions that you don't even know about or have forgotten about. There's a way to take care of that. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. 
Rocket Money shows you all your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want for you. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Get rid of your useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Rocket Money for supporting this week's Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the internet. I don't know about you, but I take my privacy pretty seriously, and my security even more seriously. If you are in that same camp, then you need to check out NordVPN. NordVPN keeps your information encrypted, so you never have to worry about your IP or location getting out. They've also doubled down on keeping you safe with their new threat protection features. Say goodbye to intrusive website ads and malware. Even if you make a mistake and download an infected file, threat protection kicks in and deletes it before it makes a mess of your computer. Don't forget, there's literally no risk to you with their 30-day money-back guarantee. Give it a try, and if you like it, great. If you don't, they'll issue a refund and you can pretend the entire situation never even happened. Check it out at nordvpn.com slash macvoices to get your subscription started today. That's NordVPN. N-O-R-D-V-P-N dot com slash Mac Voices. Thanks to NordVPN for supporting this week's Mac Voices. Jeff, you you did some research search on mm-hmm. this. One of the, one of the articles that I read said something about, and and I can't quote it, so I'm sorry. Um, and it wasn't necessarily the one I just threw in the chat room because I read several of these, but that it was the the fact that these are transmitting devices of of one kind. I mean, they're sending out a signal, and that was one of the big issues. Does that fall in line with with the research you did as far as what's allowed and not allowed? Well, it's it's one of the the uh, issues that they're claiming is forcing them to do this, and and the reality is that uh, the type of signal that's being output has been deemed to not be significant and to to not matter. It's a, it's a low enough output. And it's on the the right frequencies that it wouldn't impact anything anyhow. Okay. Okay. I, I I mean, again, this is one of those throwaway stories, but you dig a little bit into it, and you know, it it, it just seems so strange that in in a world where we can solve a problem like this with technology, what's the reason that they wouldn't want us to use it? And you know. The, their terrible luggage record might be one, you know, but I still go back and say, okay, what does it cost them to retrieve a piece of luggage and get it back to where the owner versus whatever their allowance is for, okay, we lost your luggage. So here's 100, 200, 300, $400. It's been a long time since I've lost any luggage. Um, to, and that's to the airline credits too, you know, because Webb, I'm with you, you know, I've, I've, I've had the opportunity to go in the back end and you think, how do they ever get anything right? And they get a pretty darn high percentage of it, or at least where I am. But when they lose it, ah, that's a big hit, especially if my luggage is full of any kind of. Um, well, I don't put the electronics. Or... Well, I don't put the electronics in the checked bag, guy. I don't know if you do or not, but I no. those. That's what that's what I carry on. I but, think the story know, I just read said the the guy who was on Twitter 
thought he thought they meant it was a Note Five, a Samsung Note Five. He got confused between an AirTag and a Samsung Note, so that's why. <laughs> well, they look so much alike. You know, it seems to me like there's no story here until we hear that somebody, either their bag was confiscated or they were denied access to a flight. I think it was. You know, this is like one tweet. Yeah. You know, forget it. There's no story yeah. here. Yeah, and Dave posted an article saying they're denying it. So. Yeah, yeah. But they, there's been a number of stories stories that yeah. they've been denying this whole thing. Yeah. If if yeah. they weren't if they if they meant it and said it, they would say we said it. You know, well, the part they're denying is that they are responsible for banning the air tags. But the, you know, the fact is that they have not said, "Yep, we're you know we're checking for these. If we find them, you know, we're, there's going to be consequences." They're not saying any of that, and there haven't been any that consequences. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Well, the consequences have been that people have been able to figure out that their bags aren't where they're supposed to be, and yeah. uh, it's looking bad yeah. for some airlines. No, no, <laughs> no, no. no. I'm so, saying, no, I know let, what you're saying. Let's yeah. let's say that Lufthansa really was going to ban them. Okay, now what? You know, yeah. it's one thing to say we're banning them, but you know, what if I put an air tag in my luggage? Now, what are you Lufthansa going to do about it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the only way Lufthansa would really be able to enforce something like that would be to take every single checked bag that uh, is going on to all of their flights and inspect each one of them. Yeah. Well, and they're and not going to do that. And that that's no. just not practical. No. I mean, but to, to be fair, I mean, they, they do that with, you know, a lot of things, you know, well, dangerous, what they, you know, what they could like do is just so, sit in a room or, or travel with them for a little while and see if they get a message on their phone saying there are unidentified air tags traveling with you. They could do that. They could do that. <laughs> or, or if they if they scan and see it, they, I guess they could take it just like they could take note five before he went on the plane. They did that, too, to a few people. So they could confiscate the tag, yeah. I guess, is what they could do. They've taken these things out of people's luggage. Not that we know yeah. of. No, they're just yeah. saying. Well, I'm, you can't or, do it. Have, have well, they taken anything like a Note Five? They've taken out of somebody's luggage. No, out of carry-ons because people are, right. But carry-ons are they're visible. They're you know right there. But we're talking right, about yeah. luggage. Well, they scan it too. You can't put a you know semi-automatic gun in your luggage. You know, you, 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 there's things you can't put in there, and uh, that's yeah. going to go through security. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm <clears throat> next up on Mac Voices. Air, airlines are building Faraday cages to put the lost <laughs> luggage in, so you well, can't find. Well, it. actually, so. you know, I was going to say on the plane they're basically in a Faraday cage, which is you know the other issue as far as you know, like could the radio waves be a problem? Well, you know, most freight, first of all, most air freight is containerized now, so it's in a metal metal cage when it goes on the plane. I don't put my foot in airplane mode when they tell me to every time I take off and land. So, and we survived. I'm not a Warren. <laughs> you rebel. Does, does anybody rebel? Yes. None of you do. I guarantee. Yes. Who, who does? Yes. Who, who does? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I don't want my battery to be dead when I get show up. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I fly, I, I fly first I might, class. I might sneak turn it on, but like when the when we're when we're approaching the airport, but not. Nah, but. Really? Oh, I've good, never, David. That's... I've never ever turned my plane. Uh, airplane I don't, at all. but I don't do that all the time. If I did, if at all, it, and we survived. It, it's, it's. I don't care about you surviving, Warren. I want to survive. Stop turning. <laughs> <it. laughs> well, you could produce, produce a story about an airplane crashing because somebody turned on didn't turn on airplane mode, then I'll I'll, I'll start turning it off. 
So remember long ago when the original uh, clamshell iBook came out. Uh, so I'm on a flight shortly after that came out, and uh, and I've got my Pismo MacBook Pro, and uh, sitting beside me is uh, is a friend with their iBook. And we realized that we needed to exchange files for a project we're working on. And we, ju we just didn't have anything to connect the computers or move the files. And uh, so I asked a flight attendant, is there a problem if we turn on Wi-Fi on these computers so we can make a little network between the two and share files? She <laughs> says, I have no idea. And so I told her what frequencies were being used. <laughs> And uh, and she's like, I'm, sure I'm going to go ask. Oh, the that captain. helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> the and and a, so she a, goes. The fact that you oh, asked. You're using those be the fact that you asked. The stewardess of any of this. That's this is the world I live in. People people are amazed when they travel with me. Anyhow, she goes. She goes <laughs> and uh, and after about I don't know five ten minutes, she comes back and she says, Yeah, the captain looked at everything, and there's literally nothing that uh, that you could do with those radios that will have any impact on this flight, make your Wi-Fi network. If you make it into plane starts to go down. So we did. We're almost done with the transfer. We got two more seconds as you got like five minutes to hit the ground. Okay. Disconnect. Okay. Disconnect. Yeah. That's the right answer, but. Um, you know, I don't think you were anywhere near, near guaranteed to get the right answer. And oh, no, in that, I mean, in I that question. And, and personally, I would not have asked, I would have just done it. I, I mean, it's it, Jeff, I, it, if you, you think know, there was a possibility yes, but... of something happening, then you sh shouldn't have done it. I, I guess is my point in your little in your mind. If you thought that there was any issue of creating this well, network, then, then don't do it because you know, well, also at this point, planes have Wi Fi. You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> at that point, Wi-Fi was so brand new. Like, yeah. like watching. Yeah, you're right. You're talking watching about, them yeah. jump off the scaffolding with an iBook in their hands, and the connection had ha was was still there. I mean that that was only like four months. Yeah. In, in fact, actually, out. I'm going to go with at that time period. There's no way the pilot had any idea whether. What he said was true or not? <laughs> Probably not. But you know, and if the plane had crashed, at least it wasn't my fault. <laughs> Opening open cockpits with round we, goggles. In in the twenty what? years or thirty years of Wi-Fi, we have not heard of one incident of Wi-Fi causing an issue with an airplane because it can't. Right. Yeah. We yeah. And 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 Warren, you're fine not putting your thing in airplane mode. I am not in any way, you know. Uh, saying know, that, that that you're going to cause a problem, all you're going to do is run your battery down. Well, I, and, no, I, I want to use my and, phone. I mean, I don't. And if you use your phone, it's not a problem for the airplane, but it's definitely a problem for the cell network. Wow. Okay, so so a couple things here. First of all, I think Web is frozen. So you know, Web, come back when you can. He's, he uh, said he was going. He said BRB in the chat. Yeah, yeah, but he. I, I'm surprised his, his picture froze. He's um, 
you know, second half of the Mac Voices Live panel is going to be banned from flying when the airlines hear this because they're going to be looking for you guys. <laughs> I'm not flying anywhere anyway. Story but, of my life. Yeah, but but the third <laughs> thing is, and, and whoever said it, I'm not sure who brought it up, that now we do have the the in-flight Wi-Fi. And mm-hmm. of course, you're going to have to turn the Wi-Fi, your Wi-Fi on to use the in-flight Wi-Fi. Right. I, what seems to be the issue now that call it airplane mode or whatever they make sh- they they ask you to make sure your cell signal is turned off no they, well they just and, say airplane mode for and warn well and, and that uh, there goes web's thing um and and that may be you know just uh, certain airlines not updating their scripts because i know the ones that i've flown they have specifically said you know make sure your cellular cellular connectivity is turned off so I think that's where the issue is. Now I'm sure Warren doesn't turn that off either, but I don't know. turn on it. I mean, so you know, you, you hit a certain level. I mean, you hit a certain level, and you're and you're 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 you lose cell network anyways, right? But you know, it takes a little bit of time, and sometimes you'll you'll still get it. Like when on nine, you know, nine uh, eleven, Todd Beamer was able to make a cell phone call because they were low enough. No, 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 no. He was using the in flight. Phone was phone. he using that phone at that time? Yeah, it was not. That was yeah. not a cell call. Because I know some people were trying to use their cell. Though. Yeah. But then, if you okay. put an an iPhone currently in in airplane mode, like it's the full uh, cellular Wi-Fi Bluetooth it, are it turned off. off They're still watch. not turned off. No, it is. No, it turns, it's not. No. It is. Airplane radio turns are. off. No, radios turns off. Everything. No, they are not. Well, uh, for Bluetooth, a Wi-Fi and cellular will turn off. Bluetooth stays on, and the little symbol showing it's active goes gray. Bluetooth stays on. It does not turn off on an iPhone. And uh, and that's why people, when they put their iPhones in airplane mode and they have their, their AirPods in, they're still listening to music because right, Bluetooth didn't Bluetooth turn off. And that's why now when you take your your iPhone out of airplane mode, your watch comes out of airplane mode too. You don't have to manually change it. It's because right. even even in airplane mode, Bluetooth is still on. Well, as Chuck Chuck's saying that it's the actual data, cell data. That's yeah. I mean, if you if you about. pop up in your iPhone, you know, you you can turn your cellular off. Right. And still leave Wi-Fi on, still leave Bluetooth on. But I mean, I, so you're saying the you're saying the cell data is what the airlines are concerned about interfering with their systems. The cell signal. I'm not going to specify data. I think it's just the, the signal period is what I, and, what is at issue. And actually, I, I think it's it's not so much the airplane. It's the cell system. The cell system is not designed to have cell nodes hovering forty thousand feet over. It's designed, the idea of the cell system is here you are and there's some local towers close to you and you connect to the closest tower. And you're and not moving fast. It's not the moving fast. It's that you're just connecting to one tower. So, you know, each tower can have a few hundred people connecting to it. Well, if, you, if you're 40,000 feet up, now you're in range of like 50 cell phone towers and you're blanketing that whole thing and 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 really messing up but, um, but Jim, Jim, I have a question hold on real do you think doesn't mean it's not going to work and and private okay. pilots do it all the time they, what do you think they make just, cell phone calls all the time okay but, uh, hold on Warren let let web get in oh i was just going to say I, and i i understand your point 
there is a, a widespread system that the airlines use and also on the corporate side called GoGo. And that is a cellular system. That is not a satellite-based system. Right. Speaking of satellites, do you think the emergency satellite on a 14 will work on a plane? No. No. Uh, uh, it can, can't it penetrate through the skin of the aircraft. Yeah. Probably really? not. Warren, if you want to stick your arm out of the window after you break the window, as the plane's going down, because you've depressurized the cabin, then and the people will be really <laughs> well, mad at you too. So. Yeah, I, I think. if I was being hijacked and I, I didn't have my hand out the window and was able to make an emergency call, that'd be kind of neat. You know, they they say that that SOS feature only works when you're outside. First of all, yeah. and if you're outside in a plane, then. Well, you're closer you're, to the satellite. You have other problems. You're, 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 well, yeah. you're probably not. You're probably not making calls, and yeah. it's probably also a problem if you know you're going a few hundred miles an hour and you're trying to aim. <laughs> so wait, the satellite only Quite works frankly, if you're outside. You do, so yes, if I drive my car off a cliff and still am I'm, I'm alive, but I'm in the car and don't have cell service on, it won't work. I'm stuck what? in the car. That, if I'm trapped in a car, mind. just. Just never no, mind. if I'm trapped we in a car with no cell service. I, we, I know. I, it's like Warren's oh, coming oh, you up can't with these, get, you, know. you, can't, you can't get out of the car. You're I'm trapped you're, in a car. Yes. Yeah, no, it won't car. work. Yeah, You yeah. won't be able to use it. That's If, Warren, I didn't if know Warren's that. car goes off the bridge and is in you know, 500 Chuck, I'm feet of water. I'm asking a legitimate question. If I'm in a car accident. I think it is a legitimate question. If I'm in a car accident, I can't get out of the car and I don't can't get a cell phone. And let's not forget, if you're on a roller coaster, the phone might think you have a crash. That's right. So, Warren, <laughs> yes. um, if Why are we talking are about able that? to have That's light of sight with the satellite week. through the car, like through one of the windows, it will work. If you're in a position where, say, like the roof is uh, is between you and where the satellite would be, I don't think it's likely that you would be able to make a good connection. But, through but the considering window, so much through... of a car is glass, the yeah. likelihood that you can use that SOS feature in a car is uh, pretty good. What about the plane window? Plane window is clear. Yeah, but yeah, it's also but, a thing yeah. like this. And, uh, you and it's have also very pointing narrow, sideways, not up. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. Unless there's a satellite that's out the window, you know, the right angle there. These are all legitimate questions. I think they're, I mean, they're legitimate, but you're talking about some very specific situations and you're never going to be able to really test it until you get in that situation. No, but if, if you're in a deep could come canyon. And say, you know, if, if Apple could come back and say, you know, somebody was able to make an emergency call in the air, that would be kind of neat. But Warren, if you go down in like the, a deep the narrow canyon, the one who needs it's to not going to work either. an emergency call. <laughs> why, why do you need to make an emergency call from an airplane, Warren? What if the pilots are evil? I don't know. If I had to call <laughs> Apple from the airplane to ask if Jeff's Wi-Fi network was going to work and bring down the plane. Warren, don't make me mute you. Don't make me mute you, please. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> please. The final topic for this Mac Voices Live panel is the reported worldwide decline in PC shipments and what it means for Apple, if anything. That's next time on Mac Voices. I hope to see you then. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. 
And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.